Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, welcome to Fightful. It is September 6th, 2023. This is your AEW Dynamite post show, and uh, things have changed a little bit since last week's show. Uh, mm. CM Punk Don't terminated. Yeah, CM Punk terminated by AEW. There was an AEW collision show that saw Brian Danielson return. There was an AEW All Out show that was exactly what AEW needed, an all-timer for AEW. Uh, I mean, completely, completely separate of that, WWE had a pay-per-view as well. Impact announced that literally everybody that has ever wrestled for them at any point ever was going to be stood up uh, and wrestling on Impact 1000. And then we had Dynamite this week, a lot of fresh feuds going on my god uh please leave a thumbs up on this video comment uh below uh even whether it be the live chat or the comment section below that greatly helps us but if you want to get your uh statement or question read on the air i would greatly appreciate that alex palowski how you doing um good all Out was was probably the most fun I had watching a wrestling show in years. Um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this next uh, batch of AEW is heading into Wrestle Dream and then Full Gear and then Winter is Coming. And it's, it's, a, it's a real interesting time for that company, especially with the, obviously with the CM Punk stuff. But so much else is now going on. We got surprise feuds starting up tonight. I'm excited. Oh man, a lot of cool feuds about to, to take off it, by the by the looks of it, including one that just specifically is absolutely 
my shit. Uh, as a reminder, leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Oh, we'll plug that as appropriate. But today we broke news that Thunder Rosa headed back very, very soon. But this week alone, just the past week, we had a ton of news on CM Punk and the termination. Obviously, that's something we're going to heavily cover. But news on John Cena's return, Brian Danielson's return. He was set for collision. That has been announced uh, that, that he's going to be an integral figure there. We broke that news. Had a bunch of Lana AEW notes. Uh, Zoe Stark's getting praised within WWE. Steve Macklin talking Victory Road. Alex Shelley talking Victory Road. AOP secretly signed months ago. I had hinted to this numerous times. I think I told Alex like nine months ago that they were signed. Uh, news on Starks and Danielson, AR Fox, Piper Niven, Gunther versus Gable, Sunny Kiss, Young Bucks on Collision, the Punk Elite meeting, $5 a month. And that's before you get to 40 podcasts a month as well, including uh, a bunch of. Why is Cole Radrick here? Cole Radrick is in here. Did SRS say hi to Shaza McKenzie at all recently? I know they're best friends. Listen, Cole. You were the only person over on the show that I hit her with a DDT on. You stole my pop. Basically, Tony Khan went out there and absorbed all the booze for the collision crowd. Cole stole all of the pops that people wanted to give me for that. Either that or it was simply so loud that it, it sort of like broke all concept of sound. Please leave, Cole. Oh, man. This show started off with uh, with Orange Cassidy coming out and being like, hey, I'm not supposed to be here, but I don't listen to anybody. I'm Orange Cassidy. I don't have a catchphrase. <laughs> so normally I'd be like, what's the point? But this is something that I feel like AEW has needed to do a little bit more because there are a lot of people that seem to have their moment, Action Andretti, uh, any number of others, and they just vanish. I think it's good to put Orange Cassidy, the main eventer of this most recent pay-per-view, on the screen doing what it is that he does. Yeah, his his whole thing is like, hey, everybody, uh, they, they told me to stay home, but I didn't want to do that. Uh, even, if I have the, even if I have the title or if I don't, I'm going to be here every week. All right, bye. And, and I was like, what is the point of that until I heard Mox's music? And I think to me that signals what I want to be, how to come out of this. I want Orange Cassidy to have to climb Mount Moxley. I think that is his journey for the, for like the next six months to a year. The most important thing for Orange Cassidy in, in his next chapter of his book with AEW is beating John Moxley. Whether it's to take that title back or if Moxley loses it to somebody else, it's got to be that that because the nobody else could beat Orange Cassidy. Only John Moxley could. So Orange Cassidy needs to be able to beat John Moxley to move on with his career. However long that takes, I think he should be mildly obsessed with it. I think it'd be a really cool a chapter to tell with uh, with Orange Cassidy. So uh I thought this was just perfectly appropriate. But Moxley coming out and doing his thing and just being surly and, mm -hmm. and you know, his, his deal worked so perfectly here. The international title 
headlined AEW All Out. And yeah, I thought it was a little corny that they did the, oh, it leveled up a while back thing. It just, it leveled up again at All Out. I now view this on like the same plane as how WCW had an international world title when they brought back Big Gold as well. I thought that that worked out just phenomenally well for AEW. It was almost not noticeable whatsoever that there were no world title matches on AEW All Out. Like it, it was, it went over a lot of people's heads. Yep. Yep. We got Jambeard saying, I'm 100% down for another OC Mox match. But I think after that match, OC needs to move to the world title scene. What do you think, Alex? I mean, I think that the international title kind of is his and he views it that way. Right. I think that that's, I think that is part of it. I think that th- here's the deal. Not everybody can be in the world title scene, okay? And everyone should want to be, but your job as creative is to come up with reasons why they're not. And there's a perfect one why OC isn't in the world title scene yet, because it's very easy to understand why his character would, be, would, would want to beat John Moxley, and he feels like he can't go into the world title scene until he does that, proves that to himself that he can do it. And once he does, I think you strap a rocket to him and put him in that world title scene, maybe even put the world title on him. But I think you can keep him busy doing really important things with a, with a, one of the faces of the company, and he doesn't have to be in the world title scene right now. Uh, Brandon Buchanan uh, said that he sent a sent a Humper chat the other day and uh, wanted to thank Eddie Kingston, AEW, and Starcast. I'm so glad that so many of you uh, had a good time over the weekend. Hopefully, you met one of the half dozen people from Fightful that were there between Reg, Phil, mm-hmm. Denise, Iridian, Rick, uh, even uh, former uh, Fightful member Will was there doing great work, of course. But thank you, Brandon, for for. Uh, keep an eye on that. We'll make sure our mods keep a better eye on that because I see that you sent that uh, before the post show. Matthew Hook says, A to B feels like reset in the best way. It's great. Yes, it does. It feels like on Sunday they were like, okay, let's regain our identity because it feels like they have gotten a little bit away from it. And unfortunately, as somebody who breaks a lot of that news, unfortunately, that was getting the attention. Uh, Jambeard says, I really wanted Eddie versus Claudio at Grand Slam, but for some reason I feel like it'll be Eddie versus Santana. Listen, we had reported on FightfulSelect.com. Eddie and Santana don't see eye to eye, but also they have been willing to work with one another as well. But they, you'll notice they kept their distance from each other in their their match. But Mm -hmm. uh, John Moxley defeated A.R. Fox last week on FightfulSelect.com. We had reported that A.R. Fox had a little bit of heat on him within the company because uh, he wasn't maybe forthright about his ability to go overseas, and that caused them to have to change the match. Ended up working out well for everybody, but um, it also caused a very inexplicable split and embracing of Darby that they are doing their best to Band-Aid and patch up. They are doing a little bit to... They're doing a little bit to make this make sense. And funny enough, I had read a a thing uh, that Brian Alvarez had put out, who was trained by Buddy Wayne, by the way. And he had noted that Darby Allen and Buddy Wayne had a falling out themselves at some point, and he wasn't sure if they ever made up. I kind of think that should be implemented heavily here, where Darby's like, 
I ain't letting that happen twice in one lifetime. Right. And I understand what you did was horrible, but I have learned my lesson. But it's also completely reasonable for Nick Wayne to be like, screw yeah. that. 100%. <laughs> beat the shit out of me. He nearly murdered me in my own garage. No, I do <laughs> yes. not. I do not want to be this man's friend. Uh, I totally understand why he would he would have that um, that grudge being held. My thing is this: if if Ar Fox is isn't like demoted, quote unquote, back down to ROH, if he's going to be on AEW television having championship matches, um, then I don't understand why he's not part of the Mogul Embassy because I thought they were great together. In a, in the storyline, you you did that, and it felt like it was a way to get him not only out of the match, because if you just wanted him out of the match at all in, all you had to do was have Swerve go, I knew bench I couldn't him. trust you. I'm, you're on the bench. We'll talk when I get back from London. And then you could have him trying to work his way back into Swerve's good graces. Kicking him out entirely and then immediately putting him back with Darby that didn't make sense. Um, they're trying to work that back out. But I just, I mean, I love the Air Fox with Swerve. And, and I'm still secretly hoping... I'm, th- I'm 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 hoping that AR Fox is secretly a mole inside the Darby Allen and Nick Wayne camp working for Swerve. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping for too. I think that would would go a, a very very long way. John Moxley defeated AR Fox, a good match. But um yeah, I mean for the word that I got of him having heat, it's like all right, you got to have you have to show people why you can do what you can do. Right. Uh or that you can do what you can do as well. Christian Cage confronts Nick Wayne uh, after the match. And it went as well as possible for Nick Wayne, honestly. It went as good as it possibly could. But I do like that Darby was darting backstage. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm not going to wait to see how this unfolds on the screen. Yeah. Um, uh, say hi to your mom for me it needs to be a T-shirt. Yeah. A Christian Cage T-shirt, say hi to your mom for me is, is amazing. So I just got sent a thing by my friend Dead Sea Life. And uh, I want to put it up on the screen because, oh, oh boy, I got to put it up here and just show you guys. And of course, I'll, I'll read it for our audio uh, listeners as well. Make sure you leave us a nice review on Apple. That helps a lot too. But I'm just saying, there are some rumors that a fella might be coming into AEW. And mm. Alex, look at this match from 1998. <laughs> Edge defeated Nick Wayne's father, Buddy Wayne, on Shotgun Saturday night. 25 years oh, ago, wow, Alex. Mm. And as we know, wrestling history is AEW history. Yeah. And that could work out. A lot of different ways. Man, that's some Ooh, good stuff. when Dead Sea Life sent me that, I got chills and I was like, it'll, it'll be a throwaway line, but I'd love it. Because listen, Christian can be dastardly and oh. Edge is a beloved figure, but I kind of want to see Edge be a little son of a bitch. I kind of yeah. want Edge to come in and look like he's getting in Christian's face. Oh, yeah. But no, they just have this one upsmanship of being yeah. absolute bastards to people. Please. The, 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 there's nothing I want more than the it's set up that it looks like Edge is showing up to like save Nick Wayne from being 
being concertoed by Christian or something. Just because, oh, 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 and then he gets to the ring and he takes the chair from Christian and does it himself. And he goes, that would be the great, greatest or, or, oh, I would just love it. I would love it if he got out there and Christian's about to do the one man concerto. Edge saves him and he grabs the mic and he's like, no, we're doing this the right way. Yeah. <laughs> they do it together. Ah! Oh my God. Gotta do Please. It. Oh, Meet Normus says this dynamite was like a salad and breadstick course. Filler. It can be delicious, but y'all know me. I want that sirloin beef and some flips. Even a second women's match. Three out of five on the pork chop scale. Listen, after the weekend that Meet Normus likely had mm-hmm. with meat, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on board with him. And I saw somebody say, uh, Glenn Flanders says, any chance they create a super heavyweight meat slapping title? Big guys need something to compete for. Make it a big porterhouse on a belt. I think the TNT title should be that. I, that's what yeah. I think it should be. That's what it felt like it was for a while anyway. But, but you know, give me Claudio and Hager and Luchasaurus and Hobbs and Miro and uh, Big Bill and all these big dudes cage just running into each other. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Mark Losper says, is Edge actually happening or is this speculation? A lot of people in both companies think he's coming in. Uh, I said this this past weekend, Alex. Um, if I'm him, my asking price just went up. Of course. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. Why not? Sarah Lee's official says, last week, SRS mentioned there's an update coming on Serena Deeb. Any ETA on that report? Thanks to the entire Fightful team for all your work. I was going to have it out last week or this week, but then I got some conflicting information. And I don't know if they're like, how do I put this? It conflicts with some of the stuff I've heard in the past, and it almost undermines one of the things that I heard that I know was actually put out there and said, but there, there were some... There were some speed bumps on that one. But what I'm probably going to do is report what I've heard and what I can verify. Uh, But I'm hoping to get something on that buttoned up soon. Tyrell says, if Warner wanted to, could they demand Punk back? Uh, They're not going to. They were made very... I mean, they could, but it doesn't mean they'd have to bring them back. Um, But they were made aware this past week. Jambeard says, give me the meat team of Miro and Hobbs, Team Fire and Ice 2.0. Have them face Keith Lee and Wardlow. I didn't appreciate Ice Train and uh, Scott Norton nearly as much as I should have when I was younger. Because yeah. if that team was around today, oh. I'd be, put them in the ring with Cage and Big Bill, and let me just uh, let let dogs sort them out. So Scott <laughs> Norton was my jam back in the day, man. That if you if you don't if you've never if you're watching this thing and you liked the the meat battle. On 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 Sunday, and you've never seen a Scott Norton match. They're all over YouTube. Go watch Scott Norton. That dude was the meatiest. Do you know what Scott Norton did through the duration of me meeting him? <laughs> no, please don't. Put over the cultural importance of NWO Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. He's like, do you know how over this guy was in Japan? I'm like, yeah, I'm aware. And it's funny because like the only time I've been a little starstruck was NWO Sting. It's so weird. But I was like, okay, well, this guy want to do an interview with me. 
And if so, will he want to talk about pretending to be somebody else? Then I'm like, wait a second. He's doing a signing as this guy, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Also, I've mentioned this before. I learned more about North Korea from Scott Norton than I did mm-hmm. in school. <laughs> Unreal. Chris Statlander defeated Emi Sakura. Man, first singles match for Emi Sakura on Dynamite since 2019. It felt like she was such a major part of Dynamite that first six or seven months. And obviously the pandemic slowed that down. Nothing you can do there. Uh, But Chris Statlander ended up winning. We'll talk about the Soraya stuff momentarily. But this didn't get a lot of time. But there was a sense of urgency within this match that I really appreciated. Yeah, it was like a sprint. They were, they were, they were going. Uh, they they weren't. There was no like, let's feel each other out. Let's do a little. Here's a rest here, and we're, they were trying to just trying to beat each other the whole time. Um, I love um, Emmy Sucker's um, like stalling double underhook backbreaker. I love that. It always looks so brutal. Um, this was great, and hey, it was the second match on the card. It wasn't in the nine thirty, or you know. Uh, in death slot so like this is good i was like oh since we're having one so early does that mean we get another no. one in the regular slot because then Absolutely we'd have not. two for the first time ever and no we didn't at some point they just need to do two to shut us up even if one's a squash match yep mm-hmm. so we will address the soraya thing because there's a lot of faux outrage about this and wrestling wrestling fans love to pretend to be mad about stuff uh, Jan Beard says, did you see that all the trolling Soraya was doing? Blind Wolf says, I feel bad for Emmy seeing that vid she posted. So Emmy's theme long was a tribute to Queen. I mean, her gimmick was oh, Freddie oh. Mercury for a long right. time. Um, there was a video of her crying when Queen got played at All In. And Soraya posted a video of her flipping off Emmy Sakura mm-hmm. and said, you will never come out to Queen. Um, I hate to tell you guys, but they're friends. Mm-hmm. They work together. Mm-hmm. Soraya, in fact, did not walk up in a very rude manner, put her middle finger in Emi Sakura's face, snap a picture, post it to social media mm-hmm. less than one week after mm-hmm. CM Punk was fired mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. F- <laughs> their friends. Yeah. <laughs> they work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, Emmy might get a match out of it for the love of God. Um, but much ado about nothing. It's your boy, Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara, defeating Aussie Open. A very good match. Sammy and Chris Jericho argue after the match. Most importantly, uh, Ty posted a video of their cat recognizing Sammy on screen and tapping their television screen, which was adorable. Mm-hmm. This got this is awesome chance. Uh, Dela Common says Jericho and Darby wins. Might call it Christmas in September for Alex. Alex, <laughs> go ahead. Why? Why would you book <laughs> Aussie Open to lose the match if you're going to have Jericho and Sammy fight afterwards? They should be fighting over the fact that they lost the match. If you're going to have them fight and break up, why would you have Aussie Open, who were ROH champs two weeks ago, lose a match to? Sammy and Jericho who keep literally bumping into each other during the match. I mean, the story you're telling here is that Jericho and Sammy can't get on the same page. Why would you book an incredible 
other team who like who FTR has already had amazing matches with, and you could easily have them beat Jericho and, and Sammy and use that as a storyline reason why they get the next shot at FTR. You, you can, you can do all the good things, but you had to have Jericho win with the Judas effect. I just, I don't get it. I didn't either. Uh, I was very happy that a whole lot of people get to recognize over the last few weeks, how great Aussie open are. It's just unfortunate that it came in in losses. Yeah. It's very unfortunate in that sense. Good match. The crowd loved it. But like, maybe there's an element to it to where Sammy almost has a self-fulfilling prophecy that this is going to fail. Like, because in his mind, it's like he's looking for a reason to no longer they, be they there ha- for Jericho. They have Don Callis on commentary. The story they're telling is that he is trying to woo sammy uh away from jericho and bring him into the family there's this easel with a shroud over it. he's not going to reveal until next week it's possible that's a sammy picture of some kind um so yeah i just don't it does according to the all of the stories that you're telling it makes way more sense for jericho and sammy to lose this match because it 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 mean it means they're not on the same page. That's another reason for Sammy to want to leave. There's at least there's intrigue there. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. We have the Ricky Starks promo. I just love this guy. I like I he's so good, man. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And I loved his promo on Saturday. Uh, before we get to this, uh, Mark Losper says, Alex, you're missing a key thing here. Can mm-hmm. they coexist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love this guy. Mm-hmm, it's true. So Ricky Starks put in another unfortunate position. 
he was supposed to headline AEW All Out with it was with CM Punk for the Real World's title in a strap match. Fightful Select reported that last week. Best five dollars in the business. Around Wednesday, AEW had decided they're they've got a replacement, so they promote it, and it's Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is going to challenge him to a strap match. He's going to challenge the Dragon. By Friday, I think PW Torch reported, eh, AEW's pretty confident in who they got. Saturday, FightfulSelect.com reported Brian Danielson was backstage, and I still hadn't put two and two together in my head. Ricky Starks cuts this great promo about how he doesn't screw things up. Everybody else just kind of screws things up for him, and mm-hmm. he's not wrong. Yeah, And God damn, did I love this stupid elementary swerve of the dragon being the American dragon. Yep. And Ricky Starks, or Ricky Steamboat is so giving. He is so giving to younger talent. Mm-hmm. He gave Ricky Starks that, that whooping spot. He gave him this great promo. I heard he had really, really great, kind things to say for a lot of people in Chicago. So uh, nothing but great news there. And then they go out and they have an amazing, violent, beautiful, disgusting match. On like Ricky Starks, FightfulSelect.com reported, he didn't even know until a few hours before it was announced. And they didn't even mess up Aubrey's wonderful hair. They didn't even do that. They didn't do that. Yeah. Brian Danielson didn't even use his right arm. (laughs) He revealed that after the show. FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, reported he's going to be an integral figure on Collision. Tony Khan confirmed that. If a CM Punk hits the bricks, God damn, you can do a whole lot worse than the guy who is always there to pick up the slack, Brian Danielson. And then Ricky Starks looking fantastic and even more threatening in a loss in this promo. I just raved about this, Alex, but please share your thoughts. I, I just love everything that led to this and the Ricky Starks promo. Um, uh, yeah, the, the whole thing, like just the idea of like, oh, well, well, uh, we, we're going to have to replace CM Punk with Brian Danielson. If they Feels get like- da- Danielson back, Edge back, and if they can land Mercedes... Listen, man. Yeah, you know, it's it's they're they're in fine shape. Um, Ricky Starks was absolutely the the star of this whole thing as well because the promo he cut before he signed the contract was a babyface promo, and then he and he wrestled that match and it was a strap match. It was brutal, but it was it did not feel like he was the heel in it because it's a strap match. You're strapping each other. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, then this video package. Like, no man can tap me out. No man, like, if Danielson can't do it, there's no man in AEW who can make me give up. Ricky Starks does not give up. Like, this this is another, like, babyface promo. Like, it's, I, I don't know if they're going to have him lean tweener or fully turn him babyface or have him lean back, go back into uh, heel stuff. But right now, like, it's very obvious this is a guy that the, the broader AEW fan base wants to see succeed in major spots. Ricky Starks is the guy. He's a guy you could build a lot of stuff around. He should be one of the focal points on either Dynamite or Collision for the foreseeable future. He's so great. 
with the Don Callis Takeshita interview. So obviously you had your review on on Select, but my God, man, they they made this guy. Hopefully they just don't let him disappear. He's going to announce his next target next week. Mm-hmm. But this was a show with no Bucks, no Omega, no FTR that I can think of. I don't think Soraya or Britt were on this show. Was I wrong nope. there? Mm-mm. There are a lot of integral figures that were not on this show. A whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, no no Danielson either. A whole lot of people that weren't on this show. But they sure as hell featured Takeshita in a moment mm-hmm. they needed to. And that this is a, what I bring up. You just got to stop giving people their moments and letting them vanish. Show me what's next with Takeshita after this incredible performance. And Black Phoenix brand says... Any idea or word why Don Callis has a PWT shirt that costs $110? Because he's Don Callis. That's why. Mm-hmm. That That is why. Yes. Um, uh, I love this backstage thing with, with Takesha, reminding everybody that Takesha is this amazing um, uh, the guy who beat uh, Omega twice. But it does seem odd to me that you would bring an easel with a painting on it uh, to Indianapolis. Um uh, and set it up uh, where they're filming and then say, no, you can't look at it next week. <laughs> then you got to put it back in the van and drive it to the next spot for next week. That does seem a little odd, but I get the convention. This, um, this is interesting because I, I do think that there's, there's the possibility of a lot of people out there who would be good additions to the Don Callis family, but so far it is a family of one. Um, and I want to see if more people will join. We got uh, Mark Losper saying Dan- Steamboat is a fan of Brian Donaldson. Mm-hmm. And Jambeard says, didn't Hook make Ricky tap out in the FTW match? I think so. But that was, that was this is a different Ricky Starks now. This Ricky Starks will never <laughs> tap out. <laughs> uh, abusive. <laughs> abusive. So, <clears throat> you know, AEW was in an interesting position the other day, Alex, as... Uh, they had to make a public statement about CM Punk. And it was a, a statement that Tony Khan said that he didn't want to make this public right. statement. But mm-hmm. there's a pubic statement that I want you to make. Thanks to Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. That's right. You're not going to fear for your life when you use Manscaped and the code Fightful. Because they have wonderful packages for your package. You don't have to worry about items falling all over you and all that. Not with that Platinum Package 4.0, the luxury full-body grooming kit. Not the Performance Package 4.0, the all-in-one grooming kit, and the Perfect Package 4.0, the groin grooming kit. Now, they have all kinds of stuff. The Lawnmower 4.0 for groin and body grooming. The Beard Hedger, which is the best beard trimmer I've ever used. The Handyman, which is a compact face shaver. The Weed Whacker 2.0, which is an ear and nose hair trimmer. you got to keep it all looking good. But it's not just that. They've got boxers, they've got cologne, they've got body buffers, body wash, shampoo, anything you could need. They've they've even got like beard brushes, beard oil, balm, conditioner, shampoo for your beard. Oh my gosh, what don't they have? Once they get into the toilet paper and wipes game, it's over for anybody else selling anything in the bathroom. Manscaped.com 
and the code fight will get free shipping and two free gifts when you use that code fightful man you get free boxers a toiletry bag and free shipping with the purchase of the performance package 4.0 or the platinum package 4.0 it's almost fall season so let me tell you, you you're going to want to keep it fresh. You're going to want to keep it fresh. They're going to trick you. You're going to think you're going to have those cool days. Then bam, humidity and 90 out of nowhere. Mm. You hate to see it. Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Make a pubic statement. <sighs> Mark Losper says, been a while since I've seen one of these segues. This is the price of being a returning wrestling fan. <laughs> Listen, we've got a show on Wednesdays now called The Hump, and I just have a ball telling you how yeah. I'm going to hump you for an hour straight. It's mm, good. MJF cuts a promo. It's interrupted by Samoa Joe. Lots of tiny penis talk here, Alex. Lots of tiny penis jokes. Yes. Um, MJF almost parodies himself and is like, I'm going to go for the low hanging fruit fat jokes. He says, uh, <laughs> he says, did you mistake my music for an ice cream truck? And Samoa Joe says, the last time I had anything to do with an ice cream truck, I was being the biggest star of the other company's network, a reference to him being a star yep. on Twisted Metal on Peacock, which yep. was uh, a, a fun show. I really enjoyed it as well. But then MJF got into NXT, and he mentioned about how when he was a kid, just trying to pay his dues and, and get his work in, Samoa Joe shoved him into a brick wall and laughed about it. And Samoa Joe keeps calling him kid because he's always going to see him as a kid. Uh -huh. Or he's at least going to pretend that he always sees him as a kid. Sure. Then MJF says, all right, let's let's do this. And Joe goes, you know what? I'll, I'll get through the tournament and I'll see you at Grand Slam. They then trade attacks to their allegedly tiny penises uh -huh. before things are broken up. What do you think of this promo? Uh, that was I was it was good back and forth. I think Samoa Joe is just so effortlessly cool that that it's one of those things of like you know hey okay fat jokes good good for you. Um, he doesn't he, like he doesn't everything just just rolls right off him like it's it is it is the he he has the the same air in these promo battles that he does when he walks away from a guy doing yeah. a spot off the top rope. He couldn't be bothered. Um, and, and I think that's great until you really piss him off and then he'll, he'll end you. And I think that that's that really cool dichotomy of Samoa Joe. Um, the MJF and, uh, and Samoa, uh, this is not something I thought we were getting before we, before all out. And I was like, Whoa, well, yeah, sure. This'll be great. Um, and, uh, it's, it is an interesting way to, uh, how do you book MJF as, as a, as a baby face? Um, when you put him in the ring with guys like Samoa Joe who are going to really want to hurt him and you figure out how you're going to, to work around that. I thought this is really um, uh, an interesting tack for how they're going to go through there. Also, they're going to apparently uh, be um, Samoa Joe is in this tournament. So, Samoa Joe, you know, is going to earn his shot at MJF when all he needs to do right now is go to MJF into giving him one. But Samoa Joe is nothing if not honorable. Uh, Daily Common says, I also loved MJF mentioning Regal in the city he attacked him in. Uh, yeah, also he MJF mentioned it for a cheap pop. He's like, I lived here in Indiana when I was trying to make my name, which is true. He mm -hmm. did. 
Jambeard says Joe is legit old enough to be MJF's father, but it doesn't look that old. Mm-hmm. And Jake Kohler says, watching the Joe MJF segment, remember Joe's TNA turning point 07 promo, Joe became everything he hated. I hope MJF mentions that too, because, you know, the rap on MJF is that he doesn't care and he doesn't really right. care about history. But in reality, he is an incredible student of the game, like as much as humanly possible. Mark says, I love Joe, but he missed an opportunity to do the bison. For you, it was the great moment of your life. For me, it was Tuesday promo here. That is also true. Like, that'd be a good one. But I'll tell you a layer of this that I loved. Do you remember why Roderick Strong is wearing the neck brace? Oh, yeah. Because Samoa Joe heard him. And you know who wasn't there for him? Adam Cole. But who was Adam Cole there for tonight before he got his neck broken? Right. MJF. God damn it. It's perfect. This is that shit I like. And this this, this is, is why I this I is like. why I you you this is they've they've set up the bracket so the finals can be Roderick Strong versus Samoa Joe. Um and uh I think they need to be Roderick Strong versus Samoa Joe, but I fear they will not be. And we'll talk about that at the end of the show. God, I can't wait. <laughs> I just love that wrinkle. And Roddy continuing to scream. Adam! Mm-hmm. That's his new that's his new music. He came out that's without a... music. It was just him screaming. And yes. he went, he walked through silence to the rest the rest of the way to the ring. It's great. And there was this promo where he's surrounded by the kingdom. And the kingdom have long been underappreciated. Like, listen. I, I looked at Taven's top title run, and at MSG, I was like, ah, is this the right call? Well, definitely knowing what we know now, it was the right call to have him mm-hmm. win the ROH World title at MSG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought he was a fine champion during the pandemic. Uh, he he was always a good soldier for ROH. He worked his ass off. But especially during the pandemic, when Kingdom reformed, they verbally were so amazing because you would have these dead, silent tapings. Mm-hmm. And you would just have them communicating with each other throughout the match and screaming at one another. It was it was really, really good stuff. And them being in this role with Roddy is great. They they are immediately a, a mid to upper mid card act fresh off of ROH and hadn't been on AEW in, in quite a while. But Roddy sitting there with his glasses and neck brace in the seat. Mm-hmm. God, that was good, Alex. Uh, it it also, as Dale Common says in the chat, I I thought it was kind of a parody of the of the NXT vignettes they ran for Roddy when he was feuding with Bobby Roode. Yes, like it was like this. It was it was done in a way of like this is in the same vein, but they are playing it for like comedy to like you're not supposed to like this guy. So showing yes. him all of this um of this backstory of 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 him as a kid is is not really designed to get you to root for him. Um, but showing it anyway because because Roddy knows that's what you do when you when I want you to get to root for me because Adam's such a bad dude. Um, this is really fun stuff. Darren Walker says, "Do you know why Kingdom or Maria is not out with the Kingdom?" Yeah, she's doing stuff on ROH. That that's just a creative plan. I had asked about that. I was told it's it's nothing, you know, nothing bad or anything. She's just different creative plan there right now. Uh, Roderick Strong defeated Trent Beretta. Good match, uh, as you can expect. I mean, this is also like one of those things. I wish they would give a little bit of an explanation as to, like, 
how did some of these people make it into this tournament? Was it a random draw? Was it like, like, I wish there would be a thing even where one person got selected and, and maybe they picked an opponent, anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I wish there was some rhyme or reason, but you know, this is going to be a good match. Uh, Roddy wins by the skin of his teeth. Cause he almost got pinned up against the ropes there, but a good match uh, as one would expect. Tony storm. This is working out so well. She is playing like washed up movie star from the sixties. She, she's approached. She, now she's got a, a catchphrase that is over. First time she said it. Yep. Chin now. up, yep. tits out and look out for the shoes. Mm-hmm. And then a shoe flies at Renee's mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. It's over right now. Yep. People immediately know what this catchphrase is, Alex. Yep. Yeah. No, it's the, it, again, put it on a t-shirt. Um, it's, it's, it's great. She's, this is, and she's just knocking it out of the park. It's, it's, it's such a, a unique, crazy gimmick. Like there are crazy gimmicks where a little loopy. They don't like the, the interview with her of where she climbs out from underneath the, the, the ring snatches the spray paint away from Soraya and kind of sprays it into the, into the, into the air, like a kid. And then halfway up the ramp, she turns around and does the, like she remembered <laughs> where she was. Like she's got all these different sides of her. Everything's, there's so many different layers to the crazy gimmick that she is putting on here. Uh, it's, uh, it's got specificity. Uh, it's now it's got a catchphrase. Her delivery is so amazing. Great. So amazing. I would just like to be a fly on the wall at the home of Tony Storm and Juice Robinson as they discuss promos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like these, these two are just phenomenal. And she has won by losing yes. the AEW world championship. And that is yes. not easy to do, especially when, as we've mentioned, a lot of times people get forgotten. Black Phoenix brand says, let's just call it. Tony storm is easily the best character in the women's division. Renee being the Michael Cole to her rock is chef's kiss. Watch for the shoe. Oh yeah. There's going to be some magic made here. And the beauty of it is she needs one minute. 90 seconds, maybe two minutes to continue getting this over. Yeah. Or she can do it in the middle of matches. She's mm-hmm. it's brilliant. And I, this is what I want more character out of the women's division. Yep. Dominus says kind of weird. They may not even be doing a segment with Ruby Soho on rampage after she wasn't on dynamite in her hometown. That is unusual. I hope that that gets rectified. I really mm-hmm. do. Penta, Jay Lethal, Jeff Hardy promos for Rampage. Jam Beard says Penta and Jay Lethal is a 50-50 match to me because one is Jay and the other is Penta Obscure? Now, if Double J was in it, uh, no, no. He's saying Penta Obscure. Like, he's intentionally Mm. misspelling his name. Uh, Now, if Double J was in it, Jeff sure would win. Alex, Mm. any thoughts? Well, Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe have that history. So that that's a possibility as well. It doesn't matter who's moving on from Penta versus Jay Lethal because that that person's losing to Samoa Joe. But sure. you know me, I'm not a big thing of Jay Lethal, but I don't care who it is up against uh, Penta. I want Penta to win because um, he's saying Penta because he eats mm, pins. There you go. Very um, Penta versus Joe would have been a dream match of mine in like season two of of uh, Lucha Underground. Just the idea that there's a, there's now a company years later where I get to watch Pentagon 
versus Samoa Joe, please give me that match. Like that's that is the one. I I I, I know Penta's losing, but that would be so much fun to watch those two just beat the crap out of each other. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We would greatly appreciate that. While you're here, leave a thumbs up. We got an interview with Maxine Dupree that aired this week. Uh, we've got Steve Macklin dropping on Thursday. Tons of interviews from you guys uh, that you're going to really, really like. And as always, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Boy, do we have a fresh feud on the horizon. Hangman Page has been spinning his wheels for a while. He's a celebrity on the show. He pops up. He gets a pop. People love him. Swerve just lost a major feud. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't seen Swerve all last week at All Out. Hadn't seen him in a week and a half. Hangman Page comes out. He thanks teachers. He, he talks about giving his, his uh, charity money to the public education fund. Uh, rightfully says that teachers are underappreciated and underpaid and underfunded. And then Swerve comes out with Prince Nana, who is dancing, and he's phenomenal, as always. He's like, giving money to a bunch of kids that are just going to flunk out anyway? And he's like, a bunch of unmotivated losers. He's like, you know what? I happen to know another unmotivated loser around here. Uh, The guy who got a brand new big fat contract and is eating well. By the way, it shows talking about mm. hang pants, put on a little, a few pounds here and there. <sighs> he went after everything. He's like, you haven't got new gear in a year. You haven't got new merch in a year. He's like, you don't have singles matches on dynamite. You don't have singles uh, promos on dynamite. You don't do anything. If I had your opportunities, I'd be the first black AEW champion. And you're just here. You don't even care. And Hangman just like, you know what? I don't really want to deal with this shit. And Swerve just straight up says, you're complacent. You're lazy. I've scratched and clawed to get everywhere where I was. And if I had your opportunities, I would be the top guy. And not only that, I'm coming for your spot. The one that you don't even want. Mm -hmm. This is so fresh. And keep in mind, Hangman eliminated two members of Mogul Embassy affiliates to win this battle royal the other day. Love everything about it. Love everything about it. It is completely fresh. Hangman is forever a top guy in AEW. Mm-hmm. So when you put him in the ring with somebody, it it adds some cachet to it. Right. And Swerve gets under his skin by bringing up his family and his kids and disappointing them. I feel like we're going to have some little concussion shots coming in the few in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Whew. Alex, what do um, you think? One of the things I love the details is you're like, you're content. Content is to sit in the back seat while all your friends in the elite drive. And it's, and it's, it, you don't, you're just, you're, he's, I mean, you look at what he, he was on the all in card. But he was just like this other guy in Kenny Omega's match. Like he's he's like Swerve's point is it looks like you're riding the coattails of your EVP buddies, and you're just content to sit back and do it very complacent. And I've always I've always thought of Hangman Page as being such an affable dude who's not the he's never gonna be the squeaky wheel who demands the grease. 
And what Swerve is, is like, you aren't, you aren't that, but still they hand you opportunity after opportunity. And if I, I have to scratch and claw to get where I am. And still you're the vaunted hangman page. This is great. Uh, this is perfect. It's totally fresh. As you say, like you, you look down this amazing, um, uh, roster that they've got of all of these brilliant talents. And it's like, the, it feels like they just put up all the, all the top faces on one dartboard and all the top heels on the other and threw mm. two darts and struck gold. Cause this is so far out of left field, but perfect. I cannot yeah. wait to see how they gel in the ring versus each other. I'm sure the matches are going to be out of this world, but I know both of these guys have really creative minds when they put together their matches. This is going to be awesome. Plus, you've got all these big dudes for for um, for Hangman to have to go through it, part of this feud. Um, Swerve versus um, Hangman Page has the potential to be like surprise feud of the year type of deal. There's some really good stuff here. There are some incredible opportunities for promos. I've mentioned this before. On the same strip of like quarter mile land, Tua Tunga Vailoa had his injury. Hangman had his injury. Damar Hamlin had his injury. Right. Scary periods there. I would love something like where Hangman admits he wasn't motivated. He's like, I didn't even want mm -hmm. to get up that right. night type right. of thing. Uh Swerve can point at a lot of things because if you ever watched Ring of Honor, you could tell before he left for AEW, they were trying to let you know that Hangman Page is going to be the guy. Well, where was where was Swerve at that point? Making a couple hundred bucks a night for Lucha Underground, MLW, trying to get on TV any That's way right. he could. Hangman gets gifted a job. Swerve is scratching and clawing wrestling in front of 150 people in Largo for mm -hmm. NXT. Yep. Nobody, nobody was helping him. He had to right. help himself. Like there are so many elements of this. Again, the concussion thing, I think will definitely come into play. Right. I don't think, I know they won't mention punk by name because they're not, they're not going to, but when did the complacency start? Right. That's when hangman lost the title mm -hmm. and, and look at the, the downward spiral from a booking perspective. And he can even, you know, Swerve can even be like, you abandoned your friends. Mm -hmm. You abandoned the only dudes, the, the, the loyal dudes, pointing at Dark Order and all that stuff. And he's like, I put all my friends on. Every mm -hmm. single one of them. Mm -hmm. I'm doing everything that I can. Top Dollar, mm -hmm. B-Fab, Ashanti, Brian Cage, Khan, Toa Leona, even AR Fox till he screwed that up. Mm -hmm. God, there's so much stuff where Swerve can paint himself as the righteous person. And by the way, guess where Dynamite is next week? The arena where Hangman Page got carted out. Mm -hmm. Yep. Damn. And he's got Brian Cage next week. Brian Cage beats him up. Uh, you know, Swerve gets to squat over his dead body. This is This is some really good stuff. But also what I love about this is it is a perfect setup Swerve needs a major, major feud win. Yeah. And honestly, the this whole thing, you feel like Hangman's got something to prove. But if Swerve wins the feud, it proves he's right. Yes. And then you really light a fire under Hangman after that. 
Hangman can lose this feud, which then, because right now, he's like, no, no, Swerve, you're wrong. You're wrong about this. I'm going to fight you and prove that, prove that you're wrong. But then Swerve wins. Then Hangman has to really get a light, fire and light him. And then you can put, have Swerve, Hangman go on to another feud and win that one. But Swerve yeah. needs to win this one. It's really good. Axel says, still at my first live wrestling show, crowd around us was great, aside from the first two from two guys in punk shirts trying to boo over Hangman. So happy for more Hangman and Swerve moving further up. Jam Beard says, do you think Swerve and Hanger feud will lead to an elite versus embassy feud? I think we'll see elite and embassy matches. I think that the Bucks will try to lift him up here and there. Yeah. Uh, King of the North says, Hangman versus Swerve, Hell of War at full gear, please. I mean, I, I kind of think that they should do this in Seattle, in Swerve's right. hometown, where yeah. he's going to get cheered, Swerve should absolutely have the match versus Hangman. You know, in October at at Wrestle Dream, his hometown, and he needs to win, and and it should be a brutal beating afterwards. Yeah, like it. We should we should feel that. It yeah. should be great. I I would love to see something really good there. Mark Losper says Swerve is that dude. He better win. Uh, Simper says, freaking love Swerve. The Hangman feud is everything I never knew I needed. So hyped Ooh. for this. That's the thing. And this is what I like. This is what I want to see out of AEW. Are out of left field feuds where you look at it and people are like, yeah, but who's going to win this? They both need to win this. That's how wrestling should be. That is exactly how wrestling should be. We should have two guys who seem like yeah, but they can't lose. Well, yeah, they can because they're two really, really great wrestlers and performers, mm -hmm. and one of them's got to win, and mm -hmm. one of them's got to lose. But how do they react to losing? What happens to them after they lose? How do they overcome that? Yeah. Ooh, damn, that's what I want. Anonymous says, Hanger Swerve is going to be a great feud. Cowboy is my favorite ever, and I'm happily, happy he's finally going to be getting a major singles feud after he's felt like the fourth wheel since rejoining the elite. So here's what I love about that, Alex. You've got a Hangman Page fan. Hangman Page, who has been involved in what I think is the greatest AEW storyline in history. Mm -hmm. World champion, tag team champion, one yes. of their first hires has been here. But Swerve coming in and feuding with him has a Hangman fan going, glad he's getting a major singles feud. And that's the beauty of it. Everybody knows exactly what Swerve is and what he can be, and he is a top guy. I love that, and that's what I want. That's what I want to see, more of that emerging. I want that perpetual feeling of, is this guy next? Like, is this guy going to be the one? That's that's what fueled NXT for such a long time, mm -hmm. was the not only are they next here, are they next up there as well? So pumped for this feud. So yep. goddamn pumped for it, Alex. Mark Losper says, looking up parts of Tony's catchphrase on Twitter, it's an interesting experience. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I once had someone say, yeah, yeah, but you vanity search SRS all the time. I'm like, hey, pal, why, why don't you go ahead and, and vanity search SRS and tell me what that brings up? Sexual reassignment surgery tweets. For pages and pages and pages, buddy. Good <laughs> luck. Uh huh. Good luck. So this was the first time that I had not watched uh, Dynamite on Fight in a long time, and I regretted it, Alex, mm -hmm. because we got a nine fifty five commercial. However, mm -hmm. 
I've got a solution for you. I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you gotta protect your data. You gotta protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows me to do that, allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena, a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any, any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, nordvpn.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe, be smart. nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Nick Wayne, Darby Allen got a little bit of an overrun tonight yeah, as well. Yeah. Darby Allen gets the win. Uh, I'll tell you what I like. Nick Wayne pulling out, uh, was it the Last Supper is what it's called? Uh, cool. I love him trying to go for that pin on Darby and Darby cool. being like, oh no, oh no. Uh, Nick Wayne absolutely is delivering in these spots and in a main event spot. He he's doing what he needs to do. Also, I love the bounce on the bridge. Like when he does a fisherman suplex, he doesn't do a bridge out That's of the fisherman suplex. Such a cool suplex. move, man. He does the fisherman suplex, and then on the bounce, he pops up and bridges because uh, you know you can't pain yourself. He's, he's delivering, man. He's delivering. Yeah, he's great. He's a prodigy. Um, and honestly, when especially uh, from the earlier interaction with Christian, uh, when he was just he was honestly pretty cordial to, to, to Nick Wayne as Christian cage interactions go. Um, and then coming out to sit on commentary halfway through, I thought there was a really good chance that he was going to help Nick Wayne win to play mind games with him. You know what I mean? Cause it, it feels like this weird kind of, you know, you know, you should, you should have a mentor who's a real champion kind of a thing and like prove that maybe you need me more than you need Darby. Like it's that kind of a thing. Um, but instead they had, uh, Darby refuse to hit a coffin drop and instead try to rip his friend's shoulders out of their sockets and kick him in the face until they gave up, which is a dumb finish, but <laughs> fine. We get Darby Allen versus Roddy strong. So that'd be fun. Uh, Mark says, was the, uh, overrun plan or did they mess up time? I will find that out. I, I will find that out. Uh, but. I thought that they absolutely delivered on this match. Again, I would like to know like why Nick Wayne was in the tournament, like any rhyme or reason, random draw, whatever. Sure. Just give me something. Give me some reason mm -hmm. as to why this happens. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are about to wrap up. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. Alex, so, so much has happened over the last week. AEW is in a much different place than the yeah. last time we did this show. What what are your your thoughts on this? At, at, to the best of your ability and what you know, how do you think AEW emerges from this? Because I thought Saturday night or Sunday night was exactly the show they needed. So, uh, again, all out was uh, an an amazing 
piece of work by everybody. Everybody showed out. the the uh, The matches were all laid out perfectly. The the the, the talent over delivered as they always do. But um, when you see things like, well, maybe Brian Danielson will be that new force that anchors Collision, not only on screen but backstage as well. Um, that's an amazing to me. That's an amazing upgrade because Brian Danielson to me does not have that kind of ego that will, that will allow him to be like, nah, we're, I'm just going to go and tell you what you can do. You don't get to be here. You got to go home. Uh, come, anybody got any concerns? Come to me and I'll tell you, no, like that is not going to be who Brian Danielson is. So I think that's an upgrade right there um, to say nothing of, of what he, what he can do in the ring. Um, and there's a, there's a whole subset of people who, who grew up loving Daniel Bryan and will find him on Saturdays and watch what he does. Um, plus, you have this uh, caught some kind of meat-flavored lightning in a bottle on Sunday that you can really work with. That was the thing that like everyone was kind of excited for, you know, the big meaty men slapping meat match. And then it became this phenomenon. So now you can really, there's so many really cool things you can you can take out of this big uh, successful pay-per-view of All Out and book going forward. There's a lot of really interesting stories and a lot of fun stuff you can do here. MJF and Adam Cole, that angle is still really hot. Um, Chris, everyone loves the Christian. Did you see the video of Christian posing for a photo with a little girl who had an AEW women's title replica? <laughs> and he took, took a it, toy belt. And he put it over both shoulders. Like everyone loves the Christian stuff. Plus he's doing this really cool angle with Nick Wayne and Darby. There's uh, everybody, all the major players seem to have something important to be doing right now. Just, just lean into how great that that product is going to be, and I think the the viewers will find it and stay there. Mark Losper says the anchor of the AEW post punk should be AEW. It's been nice to see them lean into all the stuff they used to. They'll rebound in time. Yeah, I mean, I did criticize uh, AEW or WWE an awful lot for. Uh, by the way, Elite Biscuits, please uh, make sure that or Luis, please make sure that these chats got picked up says, uh, I mean, WWE used to make themselves the marquee, but they did it at the expense of people growing. AEW won't do that, but AEW was the draw for a long time because it wasn't uh-huh. WWE. Um, Bizarro Big L says two questions. Sean, did you study Colin Mockery for all your segues? I don't know who that is. Uh-huh. Who would you put in a meat slapping meat tourney to face Luchasaurus? after his run is over uh brian cage miro hobbs big bill um, wardlow get wardlow Wardlow. my god i forgot he was even there that's five um either con or toa would be nice to have toa toa is an absolute meaty meaty son of a dude (laughs) Uh, i think komaroto could turn some heads yeah Mark Davis could turn some heads too. He's yeah, a big meaty son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, I'll tell you, John Silver. I'd put him in there too. <laughs> I would make him the Crash yeah. Holly yeah. of the yeah. Sirloin Beef Sons yeah. of Bitches Keith division. Lee. Keith Lee, of Keith course. Lee, Shane Taylor. I'd have him and Shane Taylor against Shane each other. Taylor should be in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Colin from uh, whose line is it anyway? Okay. Yeah. Any talk regarding moving Collision to a different night? College football is going to kill them. I I haven't heard a peep about it. Haven't heard a peep about it. 
If I had my way, they certainly would, but uh, unfortunately not. Elite Biscuit says, on that note, if Kyler Riley returns, send Joe after him. I don't see that coming anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Losper says, Jeff freaking Cobb. Yeah, I'd have yeah. him. I, man, at this point, do a 16-man big yeah. meet. I mean, legitimately, if they announced we are doing a meet tournament. People would people would go crazy for it. They'd go crazy for it. And also like Lance Archer, there's like there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of big dudes they got on that roster, man. Yeah. And cameos that they could yes, use sure. too. Butcher, like, put Butcher in there. He'd be I know, great I mentioned in that him, tournament. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Give me that. I'm looking, I'm looking up and down the roster, and I'm like, damn, yeah, this could be good. This could be good. Sponsored by Arby's. Sponsored by Arby's is great. The Arby's We Have the Meat Tournament. (laughs) That would be so good. Get Will Washington on the phone. (laughs) That's such a great friggin' idea. (laughs) Elite Biscuit says, Why is Adam Cole not coming after Joe directly for assaulting his two best friends in a two-month span? MJF Joe segment was generational. I don't know about generational, but uh, I think he actually, I think he will, or that will be brought into question for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, Alex, tell the people when they can find you. You can find me on the X uh, at um, Alex Sour Graps. Uh, find me on Five Select on Mondays, uh, Fridays, and Saturdays. I usually do a, a collision review as well. Um, uh, but I always do the EW Rampage watch along while talking about SmackDown on Fridays, Mondays with uh, with Miss Kate Fabe with Kate uh, talking about Raw, Tuesdays with Kate on this very network talking about NXT. Uh, we're getting we're getting back to I don't have to do se- six or seven days in a row anymore. That's yeah. nice. Jane Beard says if we're talking cameos, if he can still go, Scott Norton, he wrestled last year. <laughs> he wrestled last year get him get him guys, guys thank you all so much subscribe to fightfulselect.com got my q a this week until next time we're out you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.